Hey friends, it's Shawnee, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca and welcome to Simple Saturdays. Today we are going to be talking about paying attention to your life. This is a follow-up to the episode that came out the other Saturday on showing up for your life. So this is part of the series and you're listening to this. Christmas is coming gone, but I've recorded these in advance so that I can take these couple weeks off with my family, my kids, they're all at home. And like, it's just that time of year where you don't really know what day it is. You're just watching Christmas movies and eating lots of cheese and there's chocolate wrappers and it's a little bit of like a fog. So I'm going to be in that eggnog fog (laughs) and I hope that you can enjoy the times when you have your family all together and you can just rest and be and that you can also start looking forward to the new year. I know there's a lot of pressure with like new year, new you, but I'm here to remind you that it doesn't matter what the calendar says. You can start living your life on purpose whenever you want, however you want. All you got to do is start small right where you are. So hopefully this might give you a few tips on just looking at areas of your life that you can be paying more attention to and how to pay attention to your life because paying attention is important. So let's get into it. When you hear this term, pay attention, you might think it means paying attention to the great things. And we hear a lot about gratitude. It's so important. And these are all worthwhile because wherever you water your grass the most, that's where the grass grows. So that does matter. But we also need to pay attention to what's happening in the background, the background of our minds and our lives and just kind of maybe the less um, glitzy things or the less satisfying things. We still need to pay attention to them. We need to pay attention to our life, what is happening in it, our emotions and thoughts, our behaviors and habits, our people in our life and what's happening for them. And it can be really hard to kind of slow down and pay attention to these things. But in order to ever make any meaningful change, you don't just adjust your actions. You need to pay attention to what is happening in the first place. And this is why in life coaching, this is the first step we do is paying attention because you don't just tear down a broken fence and build a new one without looking at the old one, seeing where it's crumbled and sagged and how stable the soil is beneath it in different spots. We need to know what we're dealing with. And that comes down to just observing, paying attention. It's like a scientist gathering data or an artist looking at the landscape and kind of sketching the lay of the land before they want to make a painting. And this was something that really hit home for me after my second was born, Linnea. The first two babies came 16 months apart and I was experiencing lower back pain and I was doing yoga at home. You know, there's like a toddler and a baby and me in my pajamas with yoga videos on YouTube happening. And they were taking you through different movements and talking about where you should feel them and stretch into them and breathe into them. And I really had to focus and zone in. And I was noticing areas where I was stiff or areas where I felt tension and hurt. And I realized I had never paid attention to my body or how I was feeling in my legs or my hips or my shoulders. I was so out of touch with my body. And around the same time, I started going to physio from this back pain and the therapist held me in front of the mirror and showed me my shoulders. One was higher than the other. They were lopsided. And what was happening was I was holding a baby with my hip kind of popped out to one side. And that shifted my hips, which shifted my shoulders and everything was hurting because everything was like out of whack. I didn't notice it happening. When it came to my body, I just had my head down in all the demands of mom life and I wasn't paying attention to my habits or my body. 
And when we don't pay attention, it's like we aren't watching the road signs. We're just driving, hoping we get somewhere we like at the end. We're not paying attention to the off-ramps and the exits and the signs that tell us what road we're actually on and where we could be going. And that autopilot is happening in so many areas of our life. We think the same thoughts, we have the same reactions, the same conversations in our head, the same stress habits, the same behaviors day in and day out. It's like a balloon slowly drifting up in the sky. You know, life is like that. We need to constantly get grounded again or we'll just end up in the sky wondering why we feel alone and how we'll ever get back down again. And I used to tell myself I was a victim of this. And this is the payoff of not paying attention. We get to claim ignorance and take ourselves off the hook. We aren't the ones in the driver's seat navigating the road, so we aren't responsible. Before I had our third baby, Dawson, things were tough in my house. So like... The first two kids came really fast. Linnea, she needed a lot of attention. She cried all the time. And I became so anxious, so stressed. I was just like a frazzled mom. And I know I've shared this story before. The kids were about, um, I know, Linnea was about one, and so Levi was just over two. And we were sitting down having lunch, and Levi's running around the table, and Linnea's like throwing a tantrum in her high chair. And I was listing off all the things we had to do to Connor. I was like the drill sergeant. I was the fridge warden. I was the calendar warden. I decided what we had time for and who was going to do it and what they were allowed to do. I was so much fun. But this moment happened where Connor put down his sandwich and he just stared at me with no expression on his face. And I looked up at him and he just said, I miss you. Like even now thinking of that moment makes me emotional because it just represents so many revelations for me. And the big one being was, I missed me too. I had left my life and I didn't even notice it. It had happened slowly and quietly and I wasn't paying attention. Because if I was paying attention, I would have noticed that my marriage was suffering. That I was becoming a resentful parent. That I was parenting from this belief that it wasn't fair and I couldn't handle and I needed somebody else to do it for me. If I was paying attention, I would have seen how my body was seizing up from stress and poor health choices. I would have seen I was being self-involved instead of showing up better for my friends and family. I would have seen that that woman with dreams and passions inside of me had grown quiet because I tuned her out so often. And it's slowly, it happens day by day, little by little, this drift from others. We close up and we isolate. Connection becomes hard. The fate of ourselves, we tighten and harden and passion becomes quiet. The diversion of the life that we truly crave. We bury the old fence, build a new one on top. Intention is replaced with desperation. And that's what we need to pay attention to. Over time, little by little, our life and relationships are shifting in one direction or another, depending on what we pay attention to. And this is why the first step is to pay attention. We don't realize what is truly happening in our own hearts and minds and homes. Women come to me and they want to be coached on how to have more money or be healthier with their finances or have more friends or be happier in their home or better at time management. And we don't just slap on some goals and recite some motivational affirmations. The first thing we do is pay attention to how they got there and what's really happening. So I give them homework. Pay attention to how you spend your money. Track it. It's something I've done over the years and like all made sense. That's why I feel like I don't have any money that I could see where I was spending it. Pay attention to how you spend your time. You don't have time because you aren't aware of how you can use it better. Pay attention to how you show up in your home. What brings you tension? How do you act when you're stressed? Most importantly, most importantly, pay attention to the stories you tell yourself. 
stories about yourself, your spouse, your friends, your own capabilities. Paying attention is the first step to taking your brain off autopilot because it uses a new part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex. Instead of that reactionary part, the fight, flight, or freeze, where you are spending a lot of time, it moves your thought process from that stress response part of your brain to the rational part of your brain. That part that likes to take its time making sense of things and make really rational, effective decisions. Now, when you're paying attention, you need to do it with the goal of observing, not criticizing. When you start paying attention, I want to make sure you do it from a place of compassion and curiosity. You aren't here to shame yourself or others. You're here to observe. Observe the way you might watch a fish in a fish tank without a lot of emotion or action attached to it. You're observing it to see and learn what's happening. You will see two things, facts and feelings. And often we just mash these two together and just call it our experience. But there is our actual experience, the facts, what actually happened. And then there's the story we tell ourselves about it, the feeling and how it made us feel. We try to change our lives by addressing one of these without the other or kind of keeping them mushed together. But we really need to see both clearly to truly address both of them. We need clarity in order to make change. So observing is getting clear on what is fact and what is feeling. It's removing the story we tell ourselves about a situation and just seeing the facts of the situation. At first, we will see things that we feel like we're doing wrong, things that are hard, and our brain is going to throw a tantrum. It just wants them resolved and fixed. Something I also experienced when I was really paying attention to my life is I got super bummed about how I was handling my life. I put a lot of judgment and shame on myself. And we know that these feelings are never really motivating you to health and healing. So some things you might feel as you pay attention to your thought life. Judgment, shame, criticism, anger. You might not like what you're thinking. And I really felt this when I realized the stories I was telling myself around maybe my spouse or my parenting. You're going to feel pressure and stress and anxiety. You're going to feel pressure to fix it and address it. And this is probably something you've always done before. It's your reaction. So put that on hold. Spend a little more time going deeper into self-awareness here before you swing into reaction mode. You might feel depressed, embarrassed, helpless kind of just disappointed in the whole situation and helpless to fix it. And sometimes this causes us to ignore it and tune it out. Or it might cause us to lash out at others for things that aren't their fault, but we're just feeling so gross inside. I call this emotional dumping. And I tell you that these feelings are part of the process so you know that they're a normal companion on the journey. You don't have to wrestle them. You can just walk alongside of them. So how do you know which areas of your life to pay attention to? How can you get started? In the Life on Purpose workbook, I cover nine areas of your life. Home, family, love, work, health, friendships, inner expression, that's like our emotional, spiritual lives, outer expression, that's the hobbies we enjoy, the way we express ourselves in our environment, and finances. And it's important to pay attention to all of these areas because you are in all these areas. They make you up as a person. And when one area feels weak, the whole balance shifts. Just like my motherhood was shaky and my health was affected and it affected my marriage and so on. They're all interconnected and they all matter because you matter. So I've made a really simple quiz that will help you kind of narrow down the areas of your life where you can get started showing up better, paying attention to and listening more closely in. You can find it at simpleonpurpose.ca slash your life evaluation, or just follow the link in the show notes. 
So stop by, take that quiz for yourself, narrow it down, and stay tuned for step two, which is listening more closely, and step three, which is being brave. I hope you've enjoyed this. If you get a chance, find me on Instagram at simpleonpurpose.ca and send me a note to tell me what you think, if this has helped you, and what it's kind of bringing up for you. I'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.